0: grace and by your mercies that i stand here let greater grace fall upon me and let me be a blessing to you say Lord give me divine understanding as I receive your word in Jesus name Amen now last week I started a new series the title of the series is the seven most important questions of Jesus Jesus asked a lot of questions over 138 questions in the Bible. That is, if you put all the questions together from all the Gospels and you repeat some of them, it's about 138 questions. Now, these are not the only questions, but for the purpose of what I want to I call them the questions of Jesus. Last week, we to answer the first question we are dealing with in this series. But we couldn't finish the answering Now the question is Mark 8 36 For what will it profit a man If he gains the whole world And loses his own soul I established here Last week That Jesus mentioned Something called soul And Jesus says that If you gain the whole world and you lose your soul. It is not profitable. So, what is this thing called soul that is so valuable, priceless, priceless? Nothing in this world can buy it. If they give you all the, amer- the money in America and all the money in Europe and all the money in Africa and all the money in Asia, it can still not buy this soul. But unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are just exchanging their soul with common things like phones and with money. There are a lot of young boys in Sakawa today. There are a lot of guys in secret societies. But some years ago, I used to know people by the Spirit who were coming to church who belonged to secret societies. But I prayed those people out. I went before the Lord I said Lord I know that you save you can save anybody and can save everybody but these people don't save them in this church save them in another church because I preached and preached and preached sir they were not changing. they even attempted to recruit people from church to join them because they have mortgaged their soul for temporal pressure pressure a pleasure So what is a soul? Last week, I attempted to define what a soul is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Two new words have been introduced here. Spirit and body And I said to you That man Is made up of three things As you are sitting down here You are made up of three things You are made up of A body A soul And a spirit Now Theologians Try to confuse us a lot but I'm not I'm not doing theology. Some theologians say that we you are a soul living in a body having a spirit. Some also say that you are a spirit living in a body, having a soul. I want to tell you that you are spirit, soul, and body. I know how they all function. And that's what I'm attempting to teach you. Now, the soul has your mind, your will, and your emotions. The purpose of the body is to enable you to relate with the physical world. So I can see you, I can feel you, I can touch you mommy has a body that's why we are married if mommy didn't have a body I wouldn't have noticed her so God created the body because we live in a physical world and then God gave us his spirit into the body for us to have life and then God gave you mind, will and emotions called the soul now When man fell, committed sin in the Garden of Eden and he fell, some things started taking over the body. This last week I explained to you, it's called the works of the flesh. Since that time, the body and the works of the flesh are trying to take over the soul. Because they need the mind of the soul the will of the soul and the emotions of the soul to express themselves the body so I told you the spirit God gave man a human spirit so that God can relate with man because God is a spirit but when man fell man no longer related with god alone but also related with other spirits but when you become a christian the holy spirit now comes to live in your human spirit it comes with gifts and fruits my focus here is not on the gifts but on the fruits now the holy ghost only express himself well through your mind, your will or your emotions. As I stand here and I'm speaking, it is the Holy Spirit in my human spirit that is using my emotions, my mind, my will and my emotions to speak to you See, the passion I'm speaking to you is part of my emotions that the Holy Spirit is using. Sometimes there are some messages the Holy Ghost will take somebody who has very vibrant emotions. Sometimes the Holy Ghost will use some message and take somebody who has very calm emotions to speak and to express himself. Sometimes there are some levels of some message And the Holy Ghost will take somebody's mind, somebody's intelligent mind, and will use it to speak. Sometimes, the Holy Spirit will take your will, so that you live according to the will of God. Now, when the Holy Spirit takes you over your soul, and begins to express himself through your soul, it becomes a behavior if the body, the flesh takes over your soul and expresses itself through your soul it also becomes a behavior so now i told you and it is this behavior that will either take you to hell or heaven because god wants you to come to heaven he has sent the holy ghost to live in your human body so that the holy ghost can take over your soul So that you can have a godly behavior That can take you to heaven Are you here? The Christian life The God standard Is so high That no human being can meet it So what did God do? God sent his spirit To come and live in our human spirit So that his spirit will take over our soul And then we can meet his standard However satan also wants you to in hell yeah. so satan works through the flesh to take over your soul so that you live in sin you are sinful behaviors that will take you to hell i explained this last week so i said last week the two fight over the soul that is the greatest warfare in fact the most fearsome spiritual warfare in the world is this this battle and last week the body won and once the body won it took over the soul it took over the soul and i showed you from last week the worst of the flesh can we can we can we see that scripture on the worst of the flesh I showed you last week, if it's not ready it's okay, but from Galatians chapter 5, from verse 19 adultery, so you see I told you last week, how some Christians can commit adultery without feeling guilty you are in charge with someone, you are sleeping with a person, your friend's wife you are married man, you are sleeping with a girl you are not married to, you don't feel because the body has taken over the soul fornication all those things, so if you want to know them You go to last week's sermon on Facebook and follow it. Because we don't have time. I have to move on now. Now, listen to me. I told you that the body is the least and the useless among the three. Because the body is from the earth. When you die, it goes down there. But 90% of our time is spent trying to satisfy this body. I'm telling you, some of you couldn't get up at dawn to pray. You satisfied the body. Some of you slept with somebody this week you're not married to. You satisfied the body. Some of you drank alcohol this week. You satisfied the body. Some of you, you see, you spent the whole, one whole day in the salon this week or last week just to satisfy the body. See the way you are dressed. Some of you, eh, your whole expenditure, 80% of your expenditure, Goes to satisfy your body. This body. Where to stay is for the body. Where to sleep is for the body. When you walk to that furniture shop, to buy very good beds and very good chairs is just for the body. Wake up every morning going to work for the body. I'm not saying that those things are not good. No. I'm the, they are the bad ones and they are the normal ones. They are not sinful but they can be a weight. There are two things. The what we call sin and what we call weight. All the things I've outlined here, fornication, adultery, uncleanness, strife, emulations, are all sinful. But there are some things that are not sinful, but they are also a weight. A weight is anything that retards your spiritual velocity. Your TV, all the movies you watch, they are to satisfy the flesh. you can watch a movie from 6 p.m. up to 2 a.m. So you're not able to wake up to pray. You see, as as you continue to satisfy the flesh, the flesh becomes more powerful than the spirit. So the flesh now takes over you. Now, the reason why certain messages when I preach here, you laugh. Hmm, That is telling us not to sleep with women. He he, he married at 24. That's why he's saying those things. Does he know how we are burning? It it, it is not your fault. You don't understand me. The message of the cross is foolishness to the carnal mind. You see, the person who is carnal, the Christian who is not spiritual, okay, the Christian who is not spiritual, the message I preach is foolishness to you. For a lot of people in church today Are looking for churches Where Where they can be pampered They can be helped They can be You see those things are for the flesh If you are spiritual If you are spiritual And I will show you very soon Your focus in church is different In the church I grew in up in joy Joe is there nobody loved me I was 14 years old they came to our house they never even act of me they came to look for my sister on a regular basis but I was the one arranging chairs doing all manner of things but I never had one complaint against my church I was too spiritual to be petty and I'll show you too spiritual too spiritual to be petty too spiritual to be fighting and gossiping and complaining show you now when you enter into a church look don't look for people whose souls have been taken over by the body don't look for them don't be their friend never for some of you church is a society it's not a place where you come to make heaven it's a place where you come to make friends and you will choose your friend over a, a department in the church. You belong to a department because your friend is there or your friend is offended, so you are also offended in the church. And you are even more offended than your friend. But you see, the Christian life is a walk in the spirit. So if the body takes over the soul, you are gradually walking yourself to hell this life will end this body will go to the grave and it is your soul which is eternal that will stand before God what kind of soul will it be will it be a soul that was conquered by the flesh or a soul that was conquered by the spirit what soul if you die today if, if you from here to the house you, you get a car accident and you die what, what, what soul would be before the lord what kind of soul would be before the lord the soul conquered by the flesh or the soul conquered by the spirit please ask all those outside to come in i want them to hear when you come to the church and you are in the spirit and on the soul you don't you don't be talking outside when the bishop is preaching When the bishop is speaking the word of God. You don't, you know, you you're you, you not on your phone watching something else. One time, somebody saw somebody in church watching pornography. That's that how Satan can plant people. You remember years ago, we were counting our offerings and we saw a condom in it. Somebody had a condom in the pocket, and I think, in an attempt to bring the offering. He forgot where the offering. I think the condom was in one pocket. The offering was in one pocket. He brought the condom and put it inside. How, how did you come to church with a condom in your pocket? No, if you are married, it's fine. If you are married, don't want your wife to get pregnant. It's alright to have condoms in your pocket. It's even alright to bring you to church. You don't know when the anointing will fall on you for your wife. It's alright. It's alright or if you're a married man and after service you come and see me so daddy I need a room, I want to spend the time with my wife I'll find one of the classrooms for you not my not not, not not my, not, <laughs> not my house you come and, to come and break my beds and do other, other things not, not my house find one of the classrooms and I'll give it to you but I see some of you are so licentious some of you are so fornicators some of you are, are, are you are full of strife, you are fighting everywhere in church you are fighting you are not on talking terms with people you are competing with people you are insulting your bishop in his absence and you are smiling with him when you see you are joined the, the company of the glutons and you guard yourself over meat and drinks and alcohol and all those things it is simply because your, your soul is taking over by the body and the body is preparing your soul for hell and it's leading your soul to hell. But you see, the Christian walk is a walk in the spirit. And I want to show you something. I want to show you something. Can I show you something? Galatians 5, verse, verse 16. Galatians 5, verse 16. I say then Walk in the spirit And you will not fulfill the last of the flesh Walk in the spirit And you will not fulfill the last of the flesh Now, now What is Why must you walk in the spirit And how do you walk in the spirit So that you don't fulfill the last of the flesh Can I show you something Now in John Chapter 4 verse 23 Jesus said something He said yet a time is coming And has come now where the true worshippers, where the true worshippers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father says. Where you will worship Him in spirit and in truth. Because God is a spirit. You can't worship Him in, in, in the flesh. You must worship Him in the spirit. And that's why you must allow the spirit to take over your soul. The Holy Spirit in your human spirit must take over the soul. Must take over your soul. Must take over the soul. But for the Holy Spirit to take over the soul, you must walk in the spirit. How do you grow your spirit to be able to walk in the spirit so that the Holy Ghost takes over you? That is my assignment this morning. And if you love your soul and you want to make heaven, put everything down. Even at this stage, put your iPad down, put your Bibles down, put your pens down, put everything down and hear me. When when you want to make notes, when we finish, go and play the video on Facebook and make notes. The only thing you should put back on Your face mask, all the Christians who came to say, Put on your face mask before I come looking for you. Can I preach it now? Now, I want to show you how to walk in the spirit. There's a diagram right now, you may not see very well from where you are. Um, soul overcome by body. Can you move a little? Let me show them something. I want to show you something. You see, the Christian life. It's a journey in the spirit. It's a walk in the spirit. It's not a walk in the physical. It's not a walk in the physical realm. We do nothing in the physical realm as far as our Christian life is concerned. Everything we do is spiritual. Your praise and worship must be spiritual. Your tithe, when you are bringing tithe before the Lord, it must be spiritual. When you are serving God, it must be spiritual. Whatever you do, it must be spiritual. There's too much carnality in the things we do too much carnality in the things that we do and it is time as a church for us to focus on on being spiritual and growing in the spirit the Lord told me something the last time he said move everybody from your stage and you that be the only one who comes from the altar. He says, the altar is the holy place. So move the instruments, move everything. It took me a long time to, to, to convince the instrumentalists to move them. For one, even threatened that if I break it down, I have to come and play it myself. You see, these are kind of people. They don't, they don't even know when God is speaking to the bishop. They don't even know. They don't even understand it they can't even they they don't have the the spiritual capacity to be able to grasp this and to understand it they don't don't understand it you know the reason why i don't talk about any pastor i don't sit in judgment of any pastor because I i understand the things of the spirit and how dangerous it is how dangerous it is to raise an accusing fingers an accusing voice at any servant of God when my pastor pastored me he enjoyed pastoring me more I was too spiritual to give him any trouble in the church too spiritual for spiritual people they don't come to church to look for what the church can do for them they come to church to look for what can I do for the church? I want to show you something. So the Christian life is a walk. You may not see it from where you are, but I'm going to show you quickly. So so this is a journey. This is a journey. It's a journey. If you want to walk in the Spirit, the first thing you do is consistent Bible studies. Let me tell you why, why, why our churches have grown big but we have not grown up it because all teaching services in churches a church of a thousand people you go and meet 50 people in teaching service no no they will say that oh it because we are busy we go to work and we don't have time that's why we don't come but please 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 do you watch the teachings on facebook when you get back home when you are free you don't the real evidence that you are canna is the fact that you have an excuse for missing the service, and then that excuse is negated by the recording of the message, and yet you don't listen to it, you don't watch it. Are you here? So the first thing you do, 1 Thessalonians 5:17, pray with that season. Pray with that season. You must have a consistent prayer life. Every day you must pray. Muslims pray five times a day. The Jews, they pray three times a day. You, just once, for even 15 minutes or for 20 minutes, you can't. You are the trouble. That's why you cause trouble everywhere in church. That's why you are gossiping everywhere. That's why you are talking about everybody, everywhere that's why you are sleeping with everybody and anything that is why you can't even pay your tithe the growth of any religion is dependent on prayer that's why even the buddhists they pray, the Ekankas, they chant And they do this every day. They do this every day. My pastor enjoyed pastoring me. Because before I go to church, I've already done two hours of prayer for him and for myself. And I've asked the Lord, Father, speak to me. Give me a word through your your, your, your servant. And I never misrepresented my pastor's preaching. That he was preaching against me. The daddy, daddy, daddy is now. Now he is rich, so he's preaching against four one nine. Look at, look at your mindset. Something is taking you to hell, and you, you know it. A job you cannot, you cannot send your children to do. A job you cannot openly declare that this is what I do. Something you are not proud of, and you feel offended. And some people have developed so much hatred for me that I preached the truth. And I continue to preach. One of my sons was in a meeting. He's even far away from me. He's not somebody who's very close to me. Went to this meeting and they were talking against me. When he left the meeting, he went to his wife, told the wife that, I went to this meeting, they were talking against daddy. And what surprised me is that there were people that were very close with daddy in the meeting. They never, ever, they never, ever, offended daddy in fact, one of them is only one of them who we a reading come here to discuss a man of God let's go on you see <laughs> if you don't pray every day the body will take over you and you will be a cancer in the body you will be a cancer you are the sick part of the body you are the sick part of the body and you are affecting the whole body you are affecting the entire body because if if you are the hand and you are not praying and you are canna and you have become cancerous it affects the entire body number two consistent bible studies first peter 2 verse 2 as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby to grow spiritually to grow your spirit have to study the word of god every day i grew up in Adabraka opposite the mosque it was mandatory do you know that if you can't recite the entire quran they won't bless your marriage in the mosque you bless it somewhere so every friend of mine who was a muslim went to makalanta to learn how to recite the quran you have to recite the entire quran before you, you can be blessed in the distance i was in a church Where the pastor said that if you don't have seven souls, you won't bless your wedding. That if you are going to have a wedding, come and sow seven souls before they bless your wedding. Come and see fight. People rebelled against the pastor. What kind of condition is that? What seven souls, so who should win souls to attend your wedding? (laughs) Seven souls and see there was a church where somebody was going to get married and then they brought the church book and they said you don't pay tight so you have to pay for the hall you have to pay the instrumentalists you have to pay for the generator we put on you have to pay, they give a list of things you have to pay for the pastor who is coming you have to pay for this it became a discussion on radio David called me I was called at the general school of charismatic churches what my opinion was on that matter a lot of kind of people why should you be in the church and not pay tight it's the highest form of carnality the highest form of carnality is to have the courage to spend god's money now i tell you to grow in the spirit and i'm sharing my personal experience how i grew in the spirit to grow in the spirit to grow in the spirit so that you can make heaven Some hundred verse 2 says, Set the Lord with gladness. I set the Lord with so much gladness, and in serving the Lord, I kept growing. Every Sunday, I remember we used to have a church in the place in circle called Lido. How many of you you knew Lido? Lido. uh It used to be a dance area, a dance club area. A church used to meet there, and I had to hire benches from Adabraka and bring it to Nido because we have thrown the number of chairs there or Lido. At that time there was this man called Salifu. No, Salifu Amanqua, who was a retired soldier who was supposed to bring discipline to circle. And when you, you, you become disciplined, he'll you beat you and make you lie in the sun the whole day. So I couldn't take the track or the with the or the benches through circle, i took it through the overhead bridge. And carry them one by one. One by one. One by one. Heavy red wood bench. And I was in my teens. And the truck owner didn't want to have a truck pusher that he would pay. So it's me and him. The way we got there, he would tell me that he has to guard the truck against um, the soldiers. So, I should be carrying that thing down. But serving the Lord with gladness helped me to grow in the spirit. Because every day I was conscious. And from there, I'll go for evangelism, I'll go for soul winning, I'll do all these things. You know, if you are spiritual, if you are very spiritual, you will not be ashamed to be on the street sharing handbills. You will not. Some of you feel too big, too big to come. And let your friends see you on Facebook. That you are sharing handbills. Do you know why? Do you know why? Some of you are not not even feeling big. You are feeling ashamed. You know why? Because you, you don't even want them to know that you are Christian. Because the things you do. The things you do with them. The things you do with them. Even Satan will be surprised. That you are going for evangelism. The next thing to do to grow in the spirit is in hebrews 10:25 from the good news bible let us not give up the habit of meeting together as some of you are meeting as some of you are doing the habits of meeting together church anybody who tells you that church is in your heart and that you are the body of christ and church is in your heart is lying is, is telling you a diabolical lies let us not let us not give up the habit of meeting together Do you know why we meet together? You see, you saw the choir. All the choirs sang. That's the gift God has given them. They use their gift to edify you. I'm a teacher of the word. I'm here teaching the word to edify you. So, you also have to use your gift. Some people have the gift of service. They came to arrange these chairs. Some people have the gift of hospitality. They are in the protocol. I've told mommy to meet with them anybody who doesn't have the gift of hospitality if you can't smile at my gate don't stand there don't stand there if you can't give people smiles if you are there you don't talk to somebody the person is coming hey what are you doing there so you see meeting together allows us allows us to encourage each other and to build up each other and to grow together there is no religion that teaches that you should grow alone and be alone and worship their god alone even those worshipping false gods are bold enough to meet together so your church attendance must be regular and consistent in all the services you don't choose and pick that's what i did to grow every service. In fact, at that time, there were fellowships. I remember our church was then busy on Saturday. On Sunday morning, I'll go to Faith Foundation. After Saturday morning, in the evening, I'll go to Ampia Kofi's prayer meeting around across Central. Before then, I went to all night on Friday evening. Studied two services. Sunday from, from Faith Foundation at YWCA, I ran to Victory Bible Church at Kokomimle. But they evening said, ah, 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 I used to belong to Jesus Riches Fellowship, in Nandabraka. Thursday we were meeting, and then Reverend Krasiankra had a fellowship called Losef, Lovers of Christ. Also, Christian Methodist area. i go and look for them, I'll meet with them. Then, then we are all grown into denominations. I'll meet with them. And then I'll hear some people praying somewhere. go and join them to pray and then every morning morning devotion it was the assembling of the brethren the meeting of the brethren that helped me learn how to preach helped me learn how to serve God helped me learn how to relate with each other it was the assembling of the brethren like this like the way we are seated like the way I'm preaching to you can you preach this message to yourself Can you prepare a message like this to yourself? Are you a church unto yourself? You are a church unto yourself? That the church is in the heart? That you are the body of the Holy Spirit? And the Holy Spirit lives in the inside of you? And that same body, that same body, look at the way you use it. So please, throw that of argument somewhere. And be an active participant of your church service. Hmm. And then holiness, how to walk in the spirit. And then holiness. First Peter 1 16. Be holy because I am holy. It's a simple thing. Be holy because I'm holy. Mommy is very neat in the house, no debt. So even me, the father, the owner, my daughter, my daughter one day came and said, Daddy, you are the householder. A mommy is the house decorator. Because you hold everything together, a mommy decorates everything. My little daughter. Me, the householder. When I go out, I'm coming into the house. But I can call people. Come and remove my shoe outside. Before I enter this woman's hall. Because the little death that will enter there, she will see it. You know, my wife is neat. So I'm being neat. That's how you relate with people. You take on the personality of the person you are relating with. God says, I'm holy. Therefore, you too, you must be holy. Are you here? Sometimes, if your wife is quarrelsome, you also become quarrelsome. If your husband is quarrelsome, you also become quarrelsome. Yeah. He hits you one You say honey please don't do that again He hits you two I will tell my mother He hits you three I will tell my father He hits you four I will tell uh, my brothers He hits you five I will tell my sisters He hits you I will tell police He hits you again You hit back Bang The game has changed He has taught you He has taught you how to fight He has made you a boxer You know So if you are truly relating with God He's holy Holiness must come naturally to you I'll show you how the Christian life should come naturally to you. Now, now, the next one is winning. So Mark 15, verse 16. Go into the world and preach the gospel to all creation. You see, when you do these six things I've described here, and you do them consistently, you begin to grow in the spirit. You begin to grow in the spirit. Now, as you are growing in the spirit, you see that the spirit begins to now get us. So come to the middle here, the spirit now begins to get up. And stronger and stronger, and as the spirit is getting stronger and stronger, it comes to fight back, it comes to fight the flesh, it comes to fight the flesh and takes over the soul. Takes over the soul and takes over the soul and takes over the soul. This is where this is where God wants all of us to be. That the Holy Spirit in us has taken full control, we must be filled with the Holy Spirit, not half, not 25 percent, not 50 um, percent, not 75 percent. God doesn't even want 90, <laughs> God doesn't even want 99 percent. He wants to take over all of you. Now that is it. The Spirit now takes over the soul see what happens when the spirit takes over the soul can you now show me when the spirit takes over the soul after going through this now you begin to live the Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 23 lifestyle. look at it look at it but the fruit of the spirit is love joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness meekness, temperance, let me show you this, how these nine things when they manifest in your life how sweet your life becomes how good your life becomes it becomes your behavior it becomes your behavior it becomes i've shown you six things to do to walk in the spirit and i want to show you the benefits of walking in the spirit you must be this christian you must be the christian that the spirit of god the holy ghost has taken over your soul the holy ghost is using your mind to think your mind is renewed you are thinking like christ you have the mind of christ the Holy Ghost is using your emotions. Now i show you, you are loving, you are caring, you are kind, you are good. The Holy Ghost is using your will. You are walking in the perfect will of God. You are walking in the very perfect will of God. I was telling my son Kevin, I said, I was so spiritual, I was so spiritual that the first time I saw your mom, I said, I'll marry this girl. I didn't meet the prophet. I was a youth pastor, and these things I'm sharing, you know, I used to take you guys to youth camp with my little money they give me Achimota. we pray from Friday to Sunday morning we come to church and the church atmosphere changes, Pastor Kabu is here he will tell you these things I'm sharing with you so the reason why I preach the way I preach and I don't manipulate you and I don't get you sensationalized and all those things, is because my foundation is too deep and too rooted I can't I can't manipulate. I can't be fake. I'm too born again. Are you here? I'm too born again. I am too born again. And any genuine pastor, any genuine pastor going under me should thank God. Should be graceful and should thank God. Joe, you have been with me since the wooden stretcher. When you started your career. You are certain that You make decisions based on the things I have thought You are a genuine man. You are a man. Who has not cheated. But you are progress. I spoke with your wife yesterday. You you, 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 you get what I mean? You all know you ladies say you have known me. From the wooden structure. The same way I preach. I have been preaching it. Consistency. What do we want in life? life ends so life ends your life will end one day and you will stand before the judgment seat of God and you will give account of your life why have you carried the world unto yourself why do you want to make the church like a club the church they don't laugh. I'm going to show you I'm going to show you if you walk in the spirit I'll show you that is at the height of carnality no matter if you are carnal your your definition of love is different from the agape because the agape love rebukes, corrects and encourages the agape love teaches you how to fish it does not give you fish nobody visited me when I was sick, please, that's the language of a carnal person I was talking to mommy about you and I said the same way you were were when I was pastoring you as a youth pastor, you are the same after now, your humility, your spirituality, your respect for authority, your respect for, for systems and organizations you are top praise worship leader. I know you. But since you came to this church, if I don't ask you to leave praise, you probably sit down. You don't get offended. I just sit down. I preach at the World Trade Center. If you never were given a puppet, you don't complain. Those of you I would, Pastor Kabo at World Trade Do you ever see him complain? Make any complaint? And make anything? No. But this guy, if I give him a branch, he will pastor he would excellent teacher powerful teacher but do you know he can sit here under me for five years without giving him a puppet he won't complain he's too much of a christian now any pastor you see is accusing his senior pastor is holding small small meetings with people misrepresenting his senior pastor and saying those things question that pastor's calling My spiritual father, who raised me, I still have a relation with him. 24th October, he's taking me to the border region. I'm engaged on that day. I can't even tell him I can't go. He just called me. This time he called me. He said, he called me old man. I said, oh, Baba, why am I the old man? He said, but you are the one who has gone to be, who has gone to I said, going to do missions in the God the 24th. So get ready and let's go. I'm not going to go empty-handed. I'm going to go with my mission support. When pastors become petty, don't get into their petty squabbles. They will sink you. All of you around me, I remember with the shop. You are very close around me. How many have you ever heard me Say negative things about the admission Never Never Too spiritual to be carnal Too spiritual to be bothered By physical things Too spiritual My wife and I pastor this church 20 something years now Not a single penny from this church has come to us We don't even think about it. We don't even think about it. Those who can the money, just in the committee. You see how much we earn, how much we get. We can't finance this church for one week. We can't finance this church for one week. I'm too spiritual to be in the church that didn't take care of me and my family, and we are suffering. I have been like this. When I was a junior pastor Pastor under my senior pastor Sometimes money doesn't come You don't get your money You go and look for your pay It is not there Never complain. Why won't God bless me financially? To spiritual So quickly Let me go through the, the nine qualities of a spiritual Christian Number one is love And please listen to me carefully Matthew 22, 37. Jesus replied Love the Lord thy God With all your heart And with all your soul and with all your mind you see this scripture eh? this scripture you, you are looking for love you love the Lord thy God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind this is where when Jesus was asked what was the greatest commandment this is how he started love the Lord thy God with all thy heart you have to obey the greatest commandment Love God, and if you love Him, you don't need anybody to love you because He will love you back, He will love you back, and His love is enough for you. Oh, the songs we used to sing in church I love that man of Galilee, for He has done so very much for me he has taken away my sins and put the Holy Ghost in me I love, I love that man we could sing this song for 2-3 hours non-stop and presence of God would just fall on us look at how you struggle to come to church how they have to call you to come to church You don't love Him. the fruit of the spirit, the first sign that you love Him, the first sign that you are spiritual is how deep your love for God is how deep your love for God is. And know how, you know how you express the love of, of God? You tell others about Him. Those of you are at the top, hear my voice, forgive me. When I'm in this level, I want to be here. You might not see me on the screen, but please forgive me. Please forgive me. Listen, when you love somebody, you talk about the person to others. Uchi, Uchi, dressing. you tell this, you tell When I caught mommy, ho. And there were no even phone calls. I walked distances to go and tell, I've gotten a girl. I've gotten some girl. I've gotten some girl, 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 girl. And I still talk about mommy. Every church I go, the first thing I do is that my wife is the first woman God created after Eve. My, 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 all my pastor praise me. If I, in one church I was preaching, I said they should put my wife's picture on the screen till I finished preaching. They shouldn't change it. Because if you love somebody, you talk about the person. You talk about the person. If you love God, you talk about him. We talk about him. That's why every day, whether I'm buying fuel or not, the full attendant comes to me. I preach my one-minute salvation message. Do you know life has an end? It's a point on the man wants to die. If right now this fuel you are visiting it catches fire. You will die, I will die. Where will you be? Your soul will be before God. Are you ready to give account of your life? Then he are stunned. Let me show you how to do it. Bring a lawyer. I want to give you a lawyer. Hide that lawyer for free. By praying, asking him to forgive your sins and being your Lord and Savior Bam, it takes and lead him to Christ I sit in the cab abroad where they say you can't preach the gospel you can't pray I feel guilty to see an unbeliever and walk past him somebody who doesn't know Jesus and walk past him Kevin was telling me something yesterday and throughout the whole night it has touched me that he met some young two white young guys in London and wanted to say Jesus with them. so he asked them do you know Jesus do you do you know Jesus and they were like what? Know Jesus? Who doesn't know Jesus? Is it not an exclamation mark? Nothing sign? Is it you not know, like, like something happens to you? And you shout, Jesus! For them, that is the understanding. They are saying that he's not a human being. He's an exclamation sign. You shout, Jesus! Like the way you shout, You say Jesus is one of them. You are here praying for, for your auntie who is a witch to die. When you can share Christ with that auntie, if that if that witch accepts Christ, will would bring to be a witch? You think God wants to push people to hell? You think God wants to put you, you you are so carnal, you don't have love in you. Your prayer is so much hateful. Your prayer is so much hateful. When you are dealing, that Archbishop told me something. said, when I'm dealing with a man, I'm a lamb. When I'm dealing with, with Satan, I'm a lion. And it's true. The things the archbishop can let go, the things people will do to him, and he can let go. The pain people will cause him. And sometimes he would rather even call you to try to patch up with you. See, because when it comes to people, I am a lamb. But when it comes to Satan, I'm a lion. Bow for you. With Satan, you a lion. With people, you were a lion. Auntie die, 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 die. Auntie die, 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 die. And God is sitting down there and saying, Auntie Adwa, if he, I kill him now. Her now she'll go to hell. I love her so much. I don't want her to go to hell. So I can't answer this prayer. But if you, if you pray, if you pray for her salvation, I will answer it. Then after her salva- the salvation, the death of the righteous pleases the Lord. The reason why some some evil people can live very long because God waits for them to get born again gives them a long rope for them to get born again you will see a righteous man dying very early you see when your husband died do you know what I told mommy I said the Lord called your husband home because at that time he had grown very close to God so close to God that his life was prepared for heaven and he was ready for heaven and there was nothing in him that would stop him from coming to heaven God he said come home Some of us we will live long because of assignment but when we complete our assignment we'll be taken home there are some of you god is waiting waiting is most he's looking at you the day you become fully qualified for heaven and say come home because if i leave you you go to hell you go back to eat that vomit Joy! Joy, Psalm 16, verse 11. Your presence fills me with joy and brings me pleasure forever. Your presence, when you are spiritual, eh? when you are spiritual, there is the joy of the Lord that comes upon you. Hey, this one is different from happiness. It's inside. Happiness is outside. In. You buy a new car, you build a new house, you are happy. Some of you are finished building a new house, you moved in, you are happy that happiness is gone, now it's even boring you, you wish you had built a smaller house some of you when you close from work and you are going home, you're home. Hey, I'm going to stay there's this lonely place I want you, I want to? happiness is short-lived joy is there forever but it comes when you are spiritual it's, it's another form of happiness but it's not subject to happiness it is subject to the Holy Ghost <laughs> your presence fills me with joy some of you here eh, this church we are in is boring it's boring for you I'm preaching too long it's boring for you but if you are spiritual this thing I'm preaching eh, will bring you joy you are you are you are just shaking in your bones you are saying Lord I thank you for this message ha, it is burning in my bones it is burning in my bones All those of you who Lord, churches that close, tell one and a half hours, you are close, one hour, you are close, then you are going, then you go to church again. One hour, you are close, one hour, you are close, one hour, you are close. Mm-hmm. Look at your Christian life, whether you are growing. Peace, Philippians 4 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Listen, 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 listen to this. One. He says the peace of God transcends all understanding. Now you can't understand it. Because it's not a peace that guides your mind, but also your heart. Now, that's called the peace of God. When you are at peace with God, you can be at peace with yourself and with anybody, everybody. No matter the person. All my childhood friends, you got born again we are still friends up to now no fight we disagree we come together again because you have peace with God you have peace with everybody and with yourself in the midst of difficulties and war and other things you still have peace long-suffering long-suffering Second Timothy 2.3 you therefore must endure hassle as a good soldier of Jesus Christ if you can't, hey, today, small problem, I'm leaving church. Tomorrow, I don't have money, I won't come to church. If you have never, ever worked church before, don't expect a private jet from God. I Me, mean, all these things, you guys, you see I'm doing, I say, example, example. In my suffering, I serve God. In my suffering, mommy and I, sometimes we drive on this Pinterest road and we get to an area. Say, do you remember we used to walk to come to this place? Do you remember we used to walk to come to this place? I tell him when I was pastoring there. Mommy was pregnant with Kevin. We can get up the whole day, no food. My spiritual father's policy is that never ask for money from a church member and never borrow from a church member and never have a business with a church member so we could be hungry but we will still get up a pregnant woman who has not eaten is following me for evangelism for visitation endure hardship as a good soldier of christ when you arrest a good soldier a marine you can torture that marine to death He will never disclose a secret they know how to endure endure hardship some of you girls look at my face. One day without food, you have to go and look for a man to sleep with you to get money. I know the positive. Some of you men looking at me here. Oh, I'll start night. One month without money coming in, you go back. You can't even endure hardship. You can't even endure hardship. It's not every problem God intends to solve. There are some problems God would allow you to go through it. God will allow you to go through it. He will not suspend the wilderness because you are passing. You won't do. you won't do an aircraft in your in a Christian life. There is no aircraft. There are no cars. Everybody is walking. We walk on the desert. We walk everywhere. God is not going to suspend. There's some problems. He doesn't intend to solve it. He wants you to prove that you are a good soldier. And see what will come out of you, whether you are a good Christian or not. Spiritual Christians. Can withstand all these things move on gentleness Philippians 4 5 let your gentleness be known to all men if you are spiritual you are well mannered polite in speaking respect for everybody how you dress nobody should tell you sometimes I find uh, some of you guys in our generation this is the way we dress in our generation this is the way we dress gentleness is gentleness it doesn't know any generation in our generation, this is the way we, 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 we baba our hair this is the way we baba our hair I say gentleness is gentleness it is not, it doesn't know generation if the Holy Ghost is the inside of you you are polite, you are neat you are gentle you are respectful Nest, goodness 1 Corinthians 18 free from all sexual immorality, one of the things that high quality moral life, goodness how high quality moral life next, faith and my best definition of faith is in Romans 4 21, and being fully persuaded that what he has what he had promised he was able to perform, finish me, that's my position, whatever God has promised me, he will do it he's able, that is my faith he's able, he's able he's able I wouldn't have come here I wouldn't have come on the Sprinters Road I didn't see you I didn't see this church I didn't see all these properties I did not only with a faithful wife and auntie Becky on the Sprinters Road in an uncompleted classroom auntie Labby was there in the first service an uncompleted classroom we had a lace some small lace on the uncompleted wall as my backdrop but I was fully persuaded but God is able to perform what he has promised me It's a, the Christian life is a journey of faith you believe you see not you see you believe you must believe God you must trust God that you will marry you must believe God that if that man who is sleeping with you goes out of your life because of holiness God will give you a better man you must walk by faith and then meekness 1 Peter 2 13 from the New Living Translation for the Lord's sake submit to all human authority if you're a good Christian you submit to authority you submit to authority in this church I'm an authority God has placed over you I don't say something that you go to your department you change it there and try to prove to people that I can stand up to daddy it's weak men weak men who rebel against authority at the place where that authority doesn't have coercive power because well, in church, what is the coercive power of the pastor I can't sack you from church you, you, you get it so, for, so there's no coercive power but there's spiritual power so there are people in church that you give order then they go to their department they want to change the order they want to do something different there is no meekness, there is carnality next slide let me close I think that should be the final one temperance and now listen if you like take the additional and look for the meaning of temperance, it's abstinence from alcohol, abstinence from the first definition of temperance is abstinence from alcohol when you go down there and tell you modesty and other things but the first definition that that this thing will give you is abstinence from alcohol one of the signs that you are a good Christian is temperance. Ephesians 5 18. Don't be drunk with wine because it will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. I see people who come to church and they are drunk. Holy Ghost cannot do anything because where he's supposed to fill, somebody has already filled there. How about that? Are you crazy? Are you mad? That you come to church drunk. Listen, let me conclude by giving you this advice. If you want to make heaven, look for people who are spiritual in the church and associate yourself with them. If you want to make heaven, keep this at the back of your mind. When I come to the house of God, I don't need to rush. Sunday is for the Lord, and I don't need to rush. Are you here? There are some of you. Very soon, I'll I'll, I'll ask you to report to church at 6 a.m., and you leave at 6 p.m. I'll give you lunch because I'm going to put some training in November. I'm doing training on Sunday after church, preparing for next year. So, after church, there are some of you. I ask you to go. I give you lunch. I do training for you. 6 p.m. before you go. Oh. Go. And am I mean You see, women like you, at your age, you must devote yourself totally to serving God. It is time to look for crowns in heaven. Where you have got into now Your focus should be Looking for crowns in heaven From next year I'm going to put some widows in this church On some small allowance And ask them to just pray Come on the altar and pray Just devote yourself to prayer Just devote yourself to prayer There are some some age in your life all you have to do is looking for a crown in heaven. I'm looking for a crown in heaven. I'm just serving the Lord. I'm just serving the Lord. I'm just serving the Lord. Want to see? Listen, people like Magnus Mister Kutiya, Brother Prince will become a pastor soon, and all of you, you must show up in every service. Show up in every meeting I'm organizing. Show up in every event. Show up. If you can't show up, you call me to seek permission you die dying, all of you. You should be pastoring by now. I should not be pampering you, Chris. You understand what I'm talking about? I just watching. You understand? I'm meeting some of you after church. We we have got to wake up, and we have to be serious. We need to wake up and be serious, and start walking in the Spirit. says, have you heard me? Have you heard me? No canality in choir meeting anymore you go there, you pray for one hour before you rehearse if you know that if you pray for one hour and you rehearse for 30 minutes there will be more anointing all Christians should be thinking that to climb that this stage we must be in church 30 minutes ahead to pray and be spiritual before we go there If you are spiritual, you are giving your life. So, tithe should not be a problem for you to pay. You should be ashamed of yourself. You want to be a tither. In the church, you want to have a wedding. You want to have a wedding. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh. Rise on your feet. On me. Mm-hmm. Lift up your two hands. Spare. We are closing the service.